was time to possess the land to which God had promised Israel. At 85, Caleb said to Joshua, I want that mountain. To possess the land and take the mountain included a very important piece of real estate named Hebron. Hebron was important to Abraham and David, but during this time, it had been inhabited by giants. Stay tuned to find out about Caleb and the giants of Hebron. At 85 years of age, Caleb's strength and his spirit was as a 45-year-old man. And that's when he said to Joshua, as he said to Moses 45 years earlier, I want that mountain. The mountain was Hebron. And he said, I want to claim it as my inheritance. More giant killing is connected to Caleb than any other person in the Bible. Welcome back to Praying For You, a weekly broadcast that features the preaching and teaching of evangelist Oliver Areza. We are glad to have you join us today. At the end of this broadcast, I'll give you some important numbers to contact Oliver. With your Bible open to Joshua chapter number 14, let's join him for the final message in the series, I Want That Mountain. It is impossible to take out the faith factor when it comes to Caleb and Hebron and the giants. I want to remind you of these powerful verses once again. I'm looking at Joshua chapter 14 and verse number 12. It says this, Now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fenced. And then I want you to notice Caleb's words. If so be. He wasn't absolutely sure, but it was willing, he was willing to take a step of faith. If so be, the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. You know, dear friend, the entire Christian life is based on faith. Now, it's not a speculative faith. When it comes to salvation by grace through faith, we have an actual event that we can go back to. The entire, our entire history revolves around the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. To to deny the facts of history that Jesus Christ walked this earth, that he died on the cross, that he was put in the grave three days and three nights, and that he gloriously resurrected from the dead, is it is impossible to disprove. It is one of the greatest established facts in all of human history. But Caleb had a hold of this. He knew what Hebron, what he knew the importance of Hebron. He knew who lived there at certain times, and it just could not He just could not walk away from it. He saw the giants that have inhabited the land, and he said, I want that mountain. If so be, then I shall. That is a beautiful picture of faith. Hebrews 11.1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You see, Caleb's motivation, his inspiration, it all began 
when the when he saw that they have stolen the land and he said I want the inheritance I want it back now let me ask you a question as we think about this story we think about the man Caleb and what lessons we can learn from it and from him what was the passion behind Caleb's drive well I think it's all in the word inheritance he knew that that was a place that Abraham lived and the and his sons and grandsons it was important to David and he could not imagine that the Anakims had moved in and had and, and, and had taken over Hebron. So the land, uh, the land was something that he could not forget about. He said, I want that mountain. It had been taken over, and I want it. Now I want to give you briefly four things to think about, about what Caleb said. When Caleb said, I want that mountain, he was talking about a piece of land. You see, the mountain was a promise of the past. In chapter 14 of Joshua, verse 9, the Bible says, And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever. Because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. So we know when Caleb said, I want that mountain, it was literally a piece of land. He, had, he, must, he must have been one of the spies that was given the assignment to spy that particular property. And when he saw that the Anakims had moved in, it settled in his heart. I want it. And Moses said, It's yours, Caleb, because you have wholly followed the Lord. It was a promise that was made in the distant past. You know, dear friend, there are many wonderful promises that have given, been given to me and given to you that we need to claim that will make our lives sweet and wonderful and fulfilling and uh and a blessing to other people. Here are some promises. God says, I'll never leave thee. He's, gonna never, he's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. He's yours and you're his forever. But not only that, he's going to hear you. Amen. He says, if you will call, I will answer. I will hear thy prayer. But not only that, he says he will keep thee from falling. Oh, but I think about John 14 when when Jesus says, I will return for thee. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Oh, I know things look bleak and dim and grim in this world, but our future has never looked brighter. Jesus is coming back someday. And then for the lost, he said, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
Dear friend, if you are lost in your sin and under the conviction of the Holy Ghost of God, you can be saved. You can be saved right now if you'll repent and ask Christ to save you. He promised that he would. He that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Caleb said, I want that mountain. He was talking about land. The mountain was a promise of the past. He said, number two, I want that mountain. That was something to live for. The mountain was a dream in the desert land. Verse 10, and now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. You see, friend, as God had a plan for Caleb, and God put that dream in his heart, it never died out. And he got to see it all take place. You see, this is speaking of the future. And you know, listen, there are things that God puts in our hearts. Things that God puts on our hearts. But in order for us to see these wonderful things come to fruition, we must be as Caleb, wholly following the Lord God. Caleb said, I want that mountain. It was land. He said, I want that mountain. It was something to live for. Thirdly, Caleb said, I want that mountain. It was a longing in his heart. The mountain was a passionate possession. Verse number 12. And now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great. And fenced, if so be, the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. Oh, listen, do you have a spiritual craving? Well, that's what I think this was for Caleb. It was a spiritual craving. Oh, may God give us people that have a craving, a hunger for the Word of God. May God give us people that have a hunger to win souls, a hunger to serve, a hunger to preach, a hunger to pray, a hunger to know God, know God's Word, a hunger. The mountain was a passionate possession that he desired. He wanted it. He wanted to own it. And all of the necessary disciplines to achieve it, he performed it. And God gave him the mountain. You see, Caleb said, I want that mountain. It was land. The mountain was a promise of the past. He said, I want that mountain. It was something to live for. It kept him alive. The mountain was a dream in the desert land. Number three, Caleb said, I want that mountain. It was a longing in his heart. The mountain was a passionate possession that he longed for. And then finally, number four, Caleb said, I want that mountain. And it was a legacy. It was something that he would be able to leave behind to his children, his children's children, and theirs. Verse number 13. And Joshua blessed him.
and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron, for an inheritance. Friend, if you are a blood-washed, born-again child of God, then you have an inheritance. Just let me give you what your inheritance, just give you some thoughts about your inheritance. Number one, you have a, you have a father. You have a father God that is omnipotent, that is omniscient, that is all-knowing, that's absolute sovereign. That's your inheritance. Your inheritance is a Savior, and He's never going to leave you, never going to forsake you. Your inheritance is the Holy Spirit of God, which took up residence in you the moment that you got born again. Your inheritance is a wonderful church family that hopefully you enjoy. Your inheritance is heaven. Heaven is your eternal home. But friend, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you're not headed to heaven. You're headed to hell. Why don't you make this prayer your prayer of salvation? Dear God, I'm a sinner. I deserve to go to hell. But I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose from the grave. And I'm receiving Jesus, your Son, as my personal Savior right here and right now and forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And with that, we will bring this message to a close. Thank you for listening today. Remember, you can hear this radio program in the podcast format by going to any of your major podcast platforms like Spotify and Anchor FM and search Praying For You. To reach out to Evangelist Areza, use the personal text number 304-782-0594. Once again, 304 304- 782-0594. Thank you for listening. Praying for You is a Gospel Voice production. Now Oliver will come back to the mic for prayer. Dear God in heaven, we come to you this very moment in prayer on behalf of the multitude of folks that are listening to this radio broadcast or will listen to it in its podcast form. We know, dear God, in this life, We allow the giants of bitterness and confusion and hatred to dominate our lives. But dear God, would you just please help us to be an overcomer, overcomer like Caleb, seeking our inheritance, taking surrendered territory. Thank you for the victory we have in Jesus Christ. For it's in his name we pray. Amen and amen.